When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. How much time till we're on? What? We're on the air right now. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Two for victory for Australia. Glenn Maxwell to see his first ball. Siraj bowls to him. Maxwell clobbers the ball out to square leg. A dive on the boundary to save it. They'll come back for a second. And Australia has won the World Cup. A sixth championship victory and surely none greater than this. In the most partisan, intimidating environment that this tournament has ever seen. Great call from Jared Waitley last night on SEN, or I should say early this morning on SEN. The Aussies winning the ICC ODI World Cup for the sixth time, as Jared said, beating the red hot India in front of their home crowd. I've heard different crowd figures too. I've heard 90 something thousand up to 120,000. There was a lot in blue uh, seeing that last night. Scotty Sattler, welcome to Sports Day, Monday night edition. Wasn't it interesting, and hello to uh, to everyone, wasn't it interesting looking at the stadium and thinking there was a, it was an empty stadium and it was just the back of the blue seats? There was that many Indian shirts in there. And a couple of little sprinkle of Australian supporters, a couple of South African supporters are still yeah, there as that. well. But, uh, yeah, great moment. Great moment for Australian sports. Um, and these, you know what I love about these big matches is that the champions somehow find a way to have a significant role in the game. And yep. everyone's talking about Travis Head, that amazing catch. Of course, he's, he's century as well. He bowled a couple of overs, both he and Mitch Marsh, which I thought were really effective overs. But I, I've got to say, Pat Cummins hasn't been great, I don't think, this series with his bowling. But last night, he was... He delivered, didn't he? Yeah, he was, he was absolutely amazing. And You we, can't fault his captaincy last night either. No, there's the... The tactics between both he and Daniel Vittori, who's the bowling uh, bowling coach, and also Andrew McDonald were outstanding to to not allow the batters to get set on a couple of bowlers. They just chopped and changed the bowling routine um, and just threw some uncharacteristic bowlers in there, like your your Travis Heads and your, and your Maxies. And but well, um, yeah, we, seven different bowlers and eight overs. Yeah, we spoke last week about how important the fielding's going to be, oh. and against South Africa, and especially last night. It would be fair to say that I think, especially David Warner, he was unbelievable in the yeah. outfield. Yeah. He's got one of the worst throws from the from the boundary. <laughs> but 
outside of that, um, I've got to say, he, the Australians would have saved at least 30 runs. Mm. At least 30 runs just with their, their proficient fielding last night. So, yeah, it was, it was great. Great to be Nozzy again. Second man of the match award in, in, in a row for, for Travis Head. He has definitely proven himself. Jeez, could you just imagine if you go back and he played those first two tests in India? Yeah. Imagine if he did that. Mm. Well, he's come back from a broken hand, yeah. Yeah. Um, amazing performance from him in the three formats, the batting, the bowling, and also the fielding. That catch again, the get rid of Sharma, who was in red hot form. Mm. It was belting them everywhere. That they look like they are going to put on 500, the Indians at one stage. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was remarkable. Let's look at the other side of this, though. They silenced the... They silence the crowd, which you've got to do in big tournaments. I know we're doing like it or lump it tonight, but I'm going to go early on the like. Yeah. And I'm going to applaud the Indian fans because they just love their cricket. Mm. I'm going to applaud them the way they stood up and uh, acknowledged Travis Head's 100. I want to ask a, a current Australian cricket player, what's what other nation or country do the Australian cricketers have the best relationship with? Because... I saw last night the way that the Indians and Australians are interacting. When Travis Head got out, the Indian, some of the Indian players were going over and shaking his hand. They seemed to have a really good relationship. I don't know whether it was tactical because it's a little bit like Mal Meninga when you played against him. Well, that's him. not tactical. Well, you need two runs to win. No, Gordy, Gordy oh. Tallis and Mal Meninga, you never used to try and ruffle their feathers. You <laughs> sort of be nice to them on the field because you didn't want to so get under their skin. Yeah. And I, I don't know whether it was tactical last night that they were nice to guys like Virat Kohli and Sharma and those guys because – you don't want to ruffle them. You don't want them to get yeah. that, that mean streak in them. I um, reckon there's a bit of that. But also, they, they play with each other all the time in the IPL. Yep. Now, that... Lucky you said IPL then. But, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, It's interesting because yep. Australia's always had a really good relationship with the Poms during Ashes series. But I think, Not anymore. That's well, cool. Well, there's been a, a couple of occurrences, I suppose, over... um some of those series where it's sort of probably fractured that relationship. Hey, um, on the other side of the coin, mm-hmm. are India the biggest chokers in sport? They won 10 games leading into this final. They were the red-hot favourites to win it at home in front of 90-odd or 120-odd thousand people. Did they choke? Did they try to get the pitch? The be- I mean, like I heard Ian Healy on Breakfast Radio this morning say, That's, that should have been a brand-new pitch. Mm. You know, they, they choke? Pl- no, step up South Africa. You know, have never made the final. Never made a final. Such a strong cricketing nation for so many years. Uh, did they choke last night? No, I don't. Well, they, they succumbed to pressure, a lot of pressure. Yeah. Some are saying that that's the best Indian set team they've seen in ODI cricket. And I, you said that off air to me. I thought, hang on a sec. There was a, series, there was, there was a, a, a uh, period there where we had Tendulkar, Laxman, Raul Dravid. Mm. I mean, arguably some of the greatest cricket players of all time. Mm. Um, yeah, but when Australia put them under a bit of water torture last night, just by their bowling, their, their sheer bowling, and their, most importantly their fielding, mm-hmm. when they got below the you know, batter number six, they were they were Yeah, they had duck. a long tail, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they were shot duck. So let's put, let's put the line through chokers, so they're not chokers. Then who have been? Like... They, they, they were expected to win this game. They didn't get the job done, right? Mm. And we've been saying all along that Australia are the only team that can beat India. And that's proven right in the end, okay? But who, who else has gotten to a final like that who should have just won something and then they didn't win? It was like, 
what the hell happened? Step up, Steve from Dubbo. Oh. Are you going to say it? Eels. Wow. You many, said it. Which, let's, we're going to list all the <laughs> years, are we? Are we going to list them all? Oh. The, the text the text line's just going to. I mean the shark the shark's the obvious one, right? That's that's the easy go to. Yeah, but the shark, you talking about one occurrence or over a period of time? Because the shark ended up winning majors. He you know, won the British but, Open twice. Yeah, but he, he just couldn't he just couldn't grab the Masters. Yeah, and he choked. It had these massive leads on the final day, and then it just get whittled away, and he'd mm. end up choking. And you know, I mean, he's he's <laughs> for everything he's achieved in golf. That's how a lot of people remember him. But he's the obvious one. West Tigers 2000, leading 31-8 with 20 minutes to go against the Penrith Panthers. Step up Joel Kane. Oh, yeah. Tony Portour just yeah, terrorised yeah. Paul Sugar. Yeah. yeah. And there could be ones like uh, the Titans this season. Against uh, the Dolphins. 28 nil up. Yeah. And get beaten. Mm. Like, like there are... I don't know. Our listeners are smart. They'll know some choking moments. What are the great sporting choking moments? Richie says the Bears, North Sydney, never got through to – like they won a comp back in the 20s, but never got through to another – I reckon the closest they came – correct me if I'm right, listeners, for your rugby league historians. Correct me if I'm right. 1994 was their year. They beat the Broncos in a, in a field goal. Uh, Jason Taylor kicked a field goal. They went through and played the Raiders um, – they should have gone through to the grand final in 94, but they just, yeah, they ran into the wrong the wrong opposition. How good's Michael's text? I love it. Good afternoon, gents. Australia won the ODI World Cup, but England won the Moral World Cup. Yep. Like, what that's about... Pierce Mo- that's yeah, Pierce Morgan, I know. Yeah. But what about, the, what about that article that came out last week from one of the former... Who was it? Was it Nasser Hussain? He said last week, oh, the reason they've struggled, they had a, you know, they had a hard ashes series. So I was just like, hey, hey, guys... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we played as well. Like we, we we were in the ashes. Yeah. We retained them. You remember us? We're Australia. I think it's why it's even tougher for Indian cricketing fans and the players to take is that they hosted it. You know, and when you're batting second, like Australia were, chasing a total, doesn't matter if it was under 250, that crowd, that 120, 130,000 becomes like a, like a 12th fan. And... The pressure and the heat, it's like this this heat that's in your face the whole time from the crowd, and they feel as though they're right above you, looking yeah. over the top of you, and you feel as though you can't breathe, and that can get really intimidating. And when we were three for, I honestly thought, and probably this is part of me being half a pessimist, hoping that whatever I think is going to happen is going to be the opposite. Yeah, I thought it was going to overwhelm Australia because the crowd was just so vocal. But at stages... It sounded like a funeral. It sounded like you could, yeah, it did. You could have heard a pin drop. Yeah. It did. Craig's been on the text. Well, he's called that in. He's given us uh, the message for tonight. He apologises and is alive and well. That's great. Mm. Uh, has said Travis Head will be announced vice captain and will be captain within four years. When's that announcement happening? I, I think he's captain material. Mm. Uh, but I think Pat. Good to hear from you, Craig. I really am. No, you're right. You're right, Craig uh, from Maitland. I heard Simon O'Donnell today uh, on SEN say that yeah, this guy is our next captain, but he won't be captain in one format like we see in some other countries yeah, right. and nations. Not ours, of course. Paddy is quite dominant in, in a lot of our um, formats. I wonder if, if – actually, because they're, they're staying in India. Can you believe this? 
They're playing five T20 games. Mm-hmm. When all Australia want to do is get on the beers, right? Drink responsibly. Well, and David, se- and Warner's, celebra- David Warner's coming home. He's burnt out. Is and he? When I first read, read that, I went, really? Are you serious? But then I thought, he's probably the smartest out of a lot of them. Like, you win the World Series. You well, don't want to play the T20. You just go home. Well, Candace said that she's missing him. Remember last week? Don't get me started. So Travis Head's 29, so he's got plenty of time. Yeah, I read that. I read, so that's not her fault. That's the journalist that thought it was important enough to write a story about it. <laughs> Poor Dave Warner can't do anything, can he? I tell you what, he, he did wins do. the. He, he was unbelievable. He was. Hey, um, so we play 5T20 starting. It's Friday morning or Saturday morning. The Aussies, the Aussies will turn up drunk, those that are staying behind. But I wonder if Mitch Marsh will be skipper of the T20 side again. Remember he was the skipper in the lead-up? Oh, he was too, yeah. I, I hope so, because you'd think... I love how the argument always arises around, it's a T20 World Cup. People go, well, the, the ODIs are just a, you know, they're, they're a foregone conclusion now. No one's going to follow that. Now, during the World Series, everyone goes, yeah, how good's the 50-over format? T20's dead. Yeah, but, mate, you'll change your mind when we're playing Pakistan and... West Indies. West Indies this year, mm. and it's all over in the 15th-over. Like we're in West Indies, a seven for 12. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, you'll, you'll change your mind. The World Cup is the best of the best. But I loved a quote from Crash Craddock, the best journal and a sports journal in Australia this morning with Patton Hills on SCNQ. He said, playing this T20 tournament after that fantastic World Cup win, it's like going on stage after Elvis. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Why are we bothering with Give the blokes some time off before they get into a massive... Summer of cricket in Australia. Get them back here playing Big Bash, mm. you know, before the Test Series starts. And then we've got it's, – it's a big summer. We've got New Zealand as well in February, March. That's going to be a huge tour. And a so in the BBL, we've got, a, we've got a new rule, haven't we? Again, correct me if I'm right. Um, we've got a new rule, haven't we, where you can call on like a clutch player? You can swap out. Yeah. Yes. So should all our – our players, our Australian ODI players, that are going to come back and play the BBL because yeah. they have got this player welfare and this burnout uh, mindset in a lot of sports now. So to try and combat that, do all the players that played in the ODI, do mm-hmm. they become the the clutch players, the swap-out players? You can just have them sitting there for a franchise and you can call on them at, at a period of the game that they... Oh, I'd just love to see them play the, like a week's worth before they go. Well, they won't even be able to do it because they'll go straight into test Yeah, they will. Camp. Mm. So, anyway, big show coming up. Want to get involved? 0457 736 736 is our text number. 1300 01170 is our number if you want to call and chat to us. And our New Zealand listeners, always love to hear from you. Double eight, double three. We'll get you involved soon because there's apparently calls for some ex-players for for uh, Madge to stand down as New Zealand coach, which has got us scratching our heads over here. Um, Chris Lynn joining us on the show soon as we wrap up the ODI final. And he's getting ready for a massive uh, race day Mm -hmm. on the Gold Coast this Saturday, which I can't go to because I've got to to go to one dance concert per year. I've already been to one, mind you. My daughter, Amani, dances. Has your kids ever done fizzy? What's fizzy? Fizzy is like where everyone, every dance group, on a Saturday for like eight hours. They do the same dance for eight hours. Oh, no. Nah. It is the most mind-numbing no, no. thing I've this ever done. This is a full-on a concert and okay, stuff yep. like that. And yep. and I, the miso made me feel bad. Like about a month ago, she said, 
do you want to come to Amani's concert? Because I normally don't go, mm. right? And I said, yeah, right, I'll go. Are there beers there? Uh, yeah, there is a bar. Mm, that's all right. <laughs> yes. Uh, but And then I get an invite to this race day, which Linny's at, and you're going to on Saturday. Now I'm stuck at a bloody dance concert. So you're filthy. You can't jock sniff for eight hours. No, there's the free buffets. That's what I'm dirty <laughs> yeah. about. Hey, um, so we'll chat to Linny real soon, a former Wallaby and sometimes uh, co-host of Sports Day, Matt Rogers, oh. joining us tonight. Don't get me started. What about that last night? Mm. That was huge. What? We're all at home minding our own business and all of a sudden, finally, Hamish McLennan's gone. What about how it's – I like how sporting organisations or sporting bodies, they strategically drop big – News Late amongst night, yeah. well amongst other big, you know, big big ticket items. So it hides. So yeah, so it just basically gets forgotten about. And it was after the news last night. Yep. So the news had finished. Mm. So yeah, now good call, good yeah. call. So we'll have a chat to Rat about that. Like it or lump it, as I said, I liked the Indian crowd celebrating Travis Head's century last night. I thought that was good. If you've got one of those for us, 0457-736-736. I'm loving uh, a tweet about Travis Head. Now, this is from Pavilion Opinions. That's the uh, the name of the, the handle. It says, so much to love about Travis Head, not least that he always looks like a mugshot of a Florida man arrested for amusing, <laughs> for amusing but criminal incident that involves drugs, an alligator, and a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh, that's ridiculous. Could well, that's ridiculous. Could also be called this. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Daddy Vass doing some work for us last week. Get those into us as well. Uh, but rightio, uh, now the good oil for Cobra Mustatus, Australia's premium e- extra virgin olive oil. Uh, we'll talk about the Eddie Jones and and Hamish McLennan fallout at Rugby Australia with uh, Rat soon. But I tell you what, and I want to hear from our Kiwi listeners, Double eight, double three is our text number. The calls for Michael Maguire to be ousted from his head coaching role with the Kiwis. This, actually, this has to be... Come on, that's ridiculous. Thought sats. Yeah, I think it's, it's ridiculous, uh, to be quite honest. I can see the reason why some former New Zealand players and, and former officials would like to have a Kiwi coach. Um, but when you're winning, don't rattle the cage. I think, I think there need, I think there needs to be a, you know, some sort of contingency plan and uh, su- succession plan around Maguire. If he does a great job with New South Wales, which I anticipate that he will, he'll be offered a full time role. And again, it hasn't been, it hasn't actually been announced announced publicly that he is officially the New South Wales coach. But it's probably one of the worst kept secrets at the moment, unless something changes. But if he does a great, if he accepts it and does a great job, he'll get a full time contract. It'll be untenable for him to be the Kiwi coach then if it's full time. But at the moment, it's a, it's a one year offer, it's a part time role, and you've just won the Pacific Championship. So, and the players support him. Yeah, absolutely. So, do I think long term there needs to be a Kiwi coach there? Once upon a time, I used to think so in all sports. You got to have someone who understands your culture and the people and. Doesn't matter what country it is, but if you but we're moving we're moving through that period now. Yeah, we're, yeah, in in all sports. And he's he's come from a club where's two clubs where there's been massive diverse culture mm. with South Sydney, the way he he handled the Indigenous boys. Yep, and also West Tigers. Yeah, so it's not as if he's immune to it. And rugby league now is full of players from all different parts of the world. Yeah, playing the game. So mm. it's not yeah, it's not like the old days in the seventies and the eighties when. 
um, Olsen Filipina came to Australia. Remember he talked about the struggles mm. coming from overseas yeah. to play, you know, rugby first grade rugby league. It's it's not like that anymore. Yeah. So um, what are your thoughts on this? I'd love to hear from our New Zealand listeners. Do you want to see Madge stay in the top job? Do you, do you agree with the ex-New Zealand players? Oh, oh, sorry, double eight, double three for New Zealand or, or 0457 736 736. That's the good oil thanks to Cobram Estate. Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil grown, harvested and first coal pressed in Northern Victoria. Now on the text line, Bolo says, G'day boys, couldn't disagree more about the Indian crowd. Head century was a polite clap. The Indian crowd were booing the umpires at the end. How awkward was the ceremony? Even the legend Ian Smith was demure. It was like a funeral. Yeah, well... That makes oh, sense. I saw it was very, very quiet. I saw uh, the footage I saw. I saw a lot of Indians, well, supporters in blue shirts, Indian with India blazed across the front, yep. standing up and applauding Travis Head. Mm. They love their cricket. They, I mean, they would have been – what else can you do at that stage? The game's gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not clinging on to some little hope that they're going to win the game. And I think they see their, their heroes also when he was given out, mm. Travis Head. They also saw their heroes, the, the, the players that were out there with him actually going up and, and shaking his hand, congratulating him. When they do that, a lot of the, play, a lot of the, the crowd follow suit. We've got to talk food next before Linny comes on. It's our, my favourite subject. Food. Yeah, true. Yeah. Well, you've, been, you've been treated to some very special food today. Mm. Uh, we'll get that to that in a moment. This is Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6, with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Should we just play this all night tonight? Could you imagine the well, scene? Well, Kiwi listeners probably wouldn't enjoy it. Well, it's down under. New Zealand's down under. Mm-hmm. Um, could you imagine the scenes in the change rooms after the game last night? Yeah. Unbelievable. Yep. I mean, Satch, you've been in those. You've been in that environment where you've had a victorious change room. 101 not out versus Terrace? No. Oh, <laughs> I'm talking about cricket, rugby league. Rugby league. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Jeez, your score goes up every time you tell the story. 101 not out. Five for 39. So you were in the senior team playing the under-12s, were you? <laughs> were you? Yeah, the scenes would have been amazing. Can I say, after the 03 grand final, uh, Johnny, little Johnny Howler, little Johnny Howard, the PM, came into the, the dressing shed oh. and he came in at the wrong time. What a get Craig because, Gower do. No, no, he didn't because our second grade team, back then it was called Premier League, the Penrith team, which was stacked with like really good players. They played against Canberra and Canberra beat them. But So by the time our game was finished and then add another 45 minutes from presentation night, they are as full as a boot, our <laughs> Premier League players. And we had a player called Chris Hicks, really good winger, nicknamed Spider, gave himself his own nickname. And he went to Manly and then went over to England. Great guy, and shout to Spider, he'd be listening in Newcastle right now. But um, he'd had a fair bit under his belt. And he was so excited <laughs> that we'd won the game. And even though he wasn't part of it, uh, the first grade game, he was still really excited for the guys that had been there for a few years. And, and little Johnny Howler... <laughs> Little Johnny Howard was in the dressing shed, and Chris Hicks tried to um, crash tackle him. <laughs> and the security coming from there, oh, it was bedlam. It was crazy. Like, well, the current PM's been involved and in jumping on the bandwagon of the uh, Australian ODI. He doesn't do that. No, 
Albo certainly wouldn't do that. Mm. But um, I've got him talking about. Do you want to? Do you want to get some Albo action on yeah, the radio? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, here yeah, we go. Yeah. So, that was a great match, wasn't it? Well, Travis Patrick, said, "What a what a what an innings." Patrick Cummins too. Oh, I mean, yeah. what, what a leader! Someone yeah. who was criticised uh, for being woke and. You know, there were articles in various publications calling upon him to be to be cast aside. You couldn't be a bowler and and captain the side. It's like listening to Glenn. Oh, seriously, seriously. Mm. I think he's still going. Crowd were. Oh, shut up. <laughs> like it or lump it. Want me to throw another one at you? Go for it. Um. I just loved. I know you weren't into it yesterday, but I was, and I got caught up Are in you the hype. Right oh, he's still going. Maxi. <laughs> I love the, um, the the Vegas formula. Oh, I'm after, lumping it after the shambles of what happened oh. in in practice one, where the manhole just came back up and you know destroyed a car. But I, I got to tell you, I I don't know. I'm not a massive Formula One fan. I'm like you, Sats. Mm. When you break it down, only the rich win. And Verstappen wins every race, which he did again in Vegas. But it was a battle. Um, he, he, sure, he took out a few cars along the way. Can you, what about this for a penalty? I'm lumping this. It gets a five-second penalty for running someone off the track. They should take one of his wheels off. <laughs> I, honestly, like I, I tried to watch 10 minutes of it. Yeah. And I thought, oh, my God, this is mind-numbing. Yeah. Oscar Piastri went well. Mate, he recorded the fastest lap during the race. Yep. Started at the back of the grid, got mm. up to third at one stage, but then had to have that second pit stop. Ended up finishing tenth, so in the points. See what that, that as Ricky Bobby used to say, you just got to finish. That's right. He's he's um. I tell you what, he's gonna he's got a massive, obviously massive future ahead of him. But I I reckon he'll win some races soon. I, I, I man, he's a great driver. Yeah, young Aussie. Do, you know, do you know where my mum and dad used to have this? this unit on the Gold Coast, and we used to live in the pub, and I'm getting to F1 here, but we used to live in the pub, but we had this unit that... Um, Rich. We'd just go away and, yeah, anyway. So in the penthouse, there was always Alan Jones, the name Alan Jones, and I thought, is that the radio guy? Is that the former, you know, the Wallabies coach? I'd never seen him here, but it was Alan Jones, the F1 driver. Wow. Yeah, and like, again, talk about... Sporting stars, Australian sporting stars. When you break down what he was able to achieve, does he sometimes get underestimated? As well, he won the first Vegas Formula One, which was in the car in park, the car park of the Circus Circus <laughs> Casino. It's changed a bit now. Oh, mate, you you got to admit it looked amazing. Like oh, the sphere. It, how about the sphere? Yeah, just lit up all the time. And and I said to the Miso, I said we should go next year. I was watching the Netflix Cup, which is that golfing. Yeah, three days in. It's yeah. on. It's on Netflix at the moment. It's their yeah. first live event, and the golf course, the Wynn Golf Course, which wraps around the sphere. Yeah. And in the background, the way all the different ways it was lit up, like it was, it was ridiculous how good it was. We worked out though we can't go to that race next year, because it starts at ten o'clock. We're in bed asleep. Mm. Like I'm out by nine. Yeah. And I guess that's what I loved about it as well. Yours is usually a food coma, but <laughs> I, did, I by was nine. last night. Yeah. Went to Fratello's again. Mm. That's our favourite Italian. Italian. Yeah. But I tell you, mate, we um, – I tell you, and I think that was the other thing too, Sats. Of course, the race was on 4 o'clock Queensland time. It was just the best time to watch a Formula 1 race. I don't know what you thought. 0457 736 736. Did you get sucked into the vortex 
of the Vegas F1. And did you enjoy it? I actually did. I thought it was a great race. Oh, I like the images of it when they did a wide angle and you could see all the lights in the background. And then Bellagio and all those sorts of things. But um, Pink Flamingo. But then when it just went down into the, the track view of the camera, it was just to me it was just like another track with a lot of wire fencing around Yeah, I, it and, I don't yeah. agree with you anyway. But uh, texts? Uh, texts, any? yeah, we've got, uh, we've got a few here. In relation to chokers and also the cricket, um, Panthers 2020 won 17 in a row, lost the grand final. They did too. I think the Melbourne Storm, they were the same, weren't they, in 2021? Correct me if I'm right. That's from 355. Uh, boys, uh, I was at Raiders versus Warriors game at GIO in 21, and at halftime it was 31 0. My mate says to me, Jesus, this could be anything. The Warriors end up winning 34 <laughs> 31. Couldn't believe it. Dave from Canberra. Canara Cowboy says, every player that takes penalties for England, few chokers amongst them. England lost penalty shootouts at the 1998 and 2006 World Cups. Yeah, choker supreme. Canara Cowboy. All right, got to go to a break, Sats. Uh, just before we go, Crime Scene says, I wish Albo would phone into Sports Day when he's three sheets to the wind. <laughs> so is, is Crime Scene advocating for Albo to replace Glenn? Is that is that what's going on here? Well, he... he it, it was like he was impersonating Glenn oh, just then. I don't even know what Albo said. Pinnacle says, what a flog. No, you can't call the PM a flog. We did. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. All right. Break time. When we come back, hopefully, Linny will join us. Chris Lynn on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to the show. Monday night edition, Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews and Daddy Vass, uh, the producer, just popping into the studio. Linny. Uh, Chris Lynn will be joining us soon to wrap up the uh, one-day international final. Um, geez, I'll tell you what, he's played in front of some big crowds in India as well, hasn't he, Sats? Mm. Some massive ones. Uh, but I think probably the more daunting thing for him it was uh, being harassed by Daddy Vass last night on the text. He does this a fair bit, doesn't he? Mate, what have we, we've yeah. actually asked you not to stalk our guests. Yep. Oh, mate, everyone wants to be my friend. See, when, whenever you say contact me and say... Hey, Sato, have you got a... I don't say Sato. Hey, Sato, have you got a number for... That's a GR. Say Mary McGregor, who we're going to yeah. try and get on this week for Where Are They Now? Locked uh, in we'll turn back time, tomorrow. isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Um, so what I've done now, listeners, is when I send him a message, I've got this link now that it explodes like like Snapchat, explodes after like 10 seconds. Yeah, great. I like it. So mm. the number disappears. Yeah. That's very, it's like very Mission Impossible yeah. sense. So, so what did you do with, you are in conversation with Chris Lynn last night, who would have been sitting down there nervous about watching yeah. Australia play the ODI and you're sort of having a conversation. Doing yeah. another deal where yep. he's going to play T20 cricket next yep. for millions. Yeah, but anyway. We had a bit us. of a text exchange. So I yep. said, g'day Lenny, it's Cohen from Sports <laughs> g'day. Day. Right, mistake number one. Linny. First of all, you don't call him Linny. He did put Lin Sanity and he did believe it <laughs> and put Linny. Yeah. You don't call someone you don't know Linny, but continue on. I said, you know, mate, you want to come on the show tomorrow? He said, hey, mate, no dramas. Hang on, wait. Want to come on the show tomorrow? Hi, Chris. I was wondering, Sats was wondering if you're available to have a chat tomorrow no, night on the show. There's an offic there's official language here. 
Okay. I just shorten it because, you know, I, I do for take content. it to, I, yeah. for content. I do take my time with things. So yep. I've shortened it down. Um, and he said, hey, mate, I'll have a playbook session until 6.30. Uh, if you can slide it back. Uh, 10 mins will go from there. I said, perf, mate. Perfect, mate. Let's roll with that. No, he you said, wrote perf. Calling, you wrote perf, didn't you? as in short for perfect. No, nah, I said perfect, mate. And now he's calling him mate. Yeah. <laughs> so unprofessional. He said, come on, the Aussies, electric Atmos. Oh, so he started the yeah, continued. He st- yeah, yeah. Oh, so I dis- sorry, I apologize. And then I said, oath, can't see one gold oh, jersey. Uh, what? Did Wait? you say oath? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? And he said, uh, the Indians are all sober too. And I said, man of the match, question mark, I'll chip in 10 bucks. So, wait, now you're having a bet with him? Yeah. He said, Marsh and Smith. Did you, at the end of it, say gamble responsibly? <laughs> I said, imagine, imagine what, what you could be gambling spending. <laughs> with. <laughs> and, and then I said, I'll go head or Maxwell. So, he actually owes me 10 bucks. Oh, okay. Can you open with that? Yeah. When, when we get him on? And now we're wondering why he hasn't come on. Exactly. He said he's ready to go. Mm. Oh, he's ready to go? Yeah, I'll go give him a call. All right. Well, we'll go to a break then. And, and listen... The other thing we need to warn you about, when you ring them, don't have a conversation with them for a half an hour. He does that too, Sats, doesn't he? he You've got to warm them up. Okay. Uh, With you, Woogie, every time. Yeah, I'm all right. Daddy Bash, he is. With you, Woogie, every time I'm lucky to be at the coast lately, been to Fratello's. Their veal, Saltenbocca is the Mickey, Mm. and the Diavola pizza is a close second. Yeah. The Evola, I've heard that. Troy says there's only five or six from last night in the T20 squad. All right. And by the way, I forgot, it's not Mitch Marsh as skipper. It's Wadey. Cameron, well, yeah, we, uh, we've got um, – oh, Matty Wade, I should say. We've got uh, one of the listeners said that as well. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Mm. Right, boys, got to go to break because apparently Chris Lynn is standing by if Daddy hands him over to us next to wrap up the World Cup final on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. I hope our Kiwi listeners aren't getting sick of this song, but we're allowed tonight to celebrate the victory of the Aussies in the ADI. We'd celebrate them if they absolutely played India and won. We would play Dave absolutely. Dobbin with Herbs all night. Yeah, we would do that. Mm-hmm. Or Russell Crowe and Tabman sixty four. We can't play that song. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. We'd love to. Hey, what about West Sydney Eagle getting into Daddy Vass for brucing the, the the very talented Chris Lynn? Yeah. On the show, Linny, welcome to Sports Day. Uh, before we get started, very quickly, um, we apologise for Cohen, our producer, uh, for harassing you on a Sunday evening on the text. <laughs> Afternoon, lads. Um, yeah, he was trying to place a few bets on me with mm. me <laughs> about the game. But, yeah, risky. Uh, no, risky. Old, mate, I was just I was as pumped as anyone. Um, hey, yeah, it was good, was wasn't it? it? Yeah, it was outstanding. It was outstanding. Yeah, it's proud to obviously be an Aussie in any sport, but. Um, the conditions in India, Linny, you've played a lot of cricket in the subcontinent. The humidity, yep. the, they talk about this magical dew late on the ball and then, of course, the parochial crowd. How intimidating is that as a visiting player? Oh, it's, no, it's massive. I, and I think that's what's been the benefit of the Australian cricket team because we've played so much cricket over there and, and big games. Like, 
the IPL is, you know, besides World Cup fixtures, the IPL is the, is the best and the biggest, you know, standard in the world. So our boys are, are used to that. You talk about the Jew, it's it's hit and miss, and different stadiums provide, you know, different levels of Jew, and, and then the toss becomes more crucial. You know, I've played games over there where if you're bowling second, they hit the ball out to you on the boundary, and you can see, like, the fountain coming off the ball because wow. uh, it gets that wet, um, you know, and then therefore makes the wicket a lot more greasier and the ball, you know, just slides on nicely. But uh, we saw quite a different wicket. We know the Indians like trying to, you know, utilise that home ground advantage and, and it backfired on them last night and that just makes the victory all that much sweeter. Yeah, a few of the listeners asking about the juice. So you uh, you made that pretty simple. And now Marnus's knock, he had only 58 off 110 balls. When you look at it, you think, oh, was he playing test match cricket? But... When you've had your eye in Lenny, like Travis Head did last night, how important is that guy that's up the other end just stabilising the innings? Well, I think it's been an actual, you know, the biggest driving factor in the Australian team. We look at the innings, the two innings that Glenn Maxwell played mm. um, when he got 100 against, uh, I can't remember, maybe the Netherlands. Uh, and then Paddy Cummins was at the other end, played 60-odd balls. And then Paddy Cummins did it again against, against uh, Afghanistan when Maxi got the double 100. And then it was just Marnus's turn last night. So um, I think that's the beauty of the Australian cricket side at the moment. You know, there's 11 big egos there, but they're willing to put aside those egos and ask themselves the question, what does the team need for me right now? Um, and the boys are doing that, and it, and it showed. You know, obviously people stood up in all throughout the tournament. You know, there wasn't just one or two standout players. The whole, you know, the whole squad you know, turned up. And, you know, it's not easy because they, they were actually away for a long time as well leading up to the World Cup. But thing that I'm really impressed and probably the big difference between the T20, um, recent T20 World Cup and the 50 over World Cup is they didn't, um, you know, flirt with form. Yes, the form wasn't that great leading into it, but they were, you know, playing guys in the position where they were going to bat, bowl and in the field. So mm. they got the, um, you know, they got the structure and the balance of the of the lineup done nice and early. Yes, guys were going in and out of form and it, it does take a toll on you when you're away, you know, in, you know, from the family and outside of Australia for a long period of time. So, um, you know, hats off to them. And I hope they're celebrating um, or found a way to because Ahmedabad is a dry state. Um, so it can be a little bit tricky over there to find some beers. Yes, of course it is. Um, what about the – I mean, we talk about Head's performance with the ball and, and the bat over the last couple of games. But what about the fielding from the Aussies, Linny? It was just – it was top-notch. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, our fielding, I think we dropped like, you know, some ridiculous amount of catches early on when we lost those first two games. So to turn it around, but, you know, you've got no option then to, you know, just to take it head on and, and get the work done. Um, you know, and Hedy <laughs> he even said, you've got to be the most unluckiest bloke in the world to be caught by him. <laughs> but um, he, he understands that, you know, fielding has never been a strength of his. And the place we're trying to create him, you've got to, you know, bat bowl and, and field well and he's rectified that and he's coming out with some really really big key moments yeah now out of the players that you know in that squad in India at the moment which player do you think celebrates the best oh, oh it has to be Mitch Marsh <laughs> um, I think they do a little bit different over there in Perth so he's a big frame um, you know he's he's the vibe in the change room Um you know, Marcus Stoinis has as a go. I mean, they all do, to be fair. Um, but you know, that's I guess that's the beauty of, the, of that inner sanctum that we talk about. You folks know all about that, and 
uh, I suppose you'll probably see on social media over the next few days. You know, they'll they'll be half pissed from putting photos up and getting a laugh. <laughs> um, but mate, they 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 deserve it. So good on them. They've done Australian proud. Twenty five million people in Australia proud. And um, yeah, to win away from home in India um, against yeah against the mighty Indians is, is a bloody great job. So I'm so proud of the boys. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and thanks for coming on, um, Lenny. Now before we let you go, I love. I love your concept, your business, playbook.coach, which is on Instagram. Get yeah. on, have a look at this if you're a parent, uh, got some kids, want to improve in any sports. Because I was watching the other day, especially from a rugby league perspective, Lenny, I saw Trevor Gilmoss are doing defence technique, Matty Ballon, Willie Tonga, the art of the palm. Pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah, you're getting pardoned off a few times in your day, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's just it, mate. It's, I absolutely love giving back to, um, you know, obviously cricket, but I've got an opportunity now, as I said in the past, to give back to all sports and got a huge passion to try and just mentor kids and give kids the same opportunity that I have. And, uh, yeah, we're upwards about 800-plus coaches now Australia-wide through 27 sports, so we're looking to keep growing. And the only way we're going to grow is if people want to put their hand up and give back the same way I do. So, as, as you can hear, I'm really passionate about it. And, yeah, it's going really well. Great concept. Yeah, good well on you. Yeah. Well done. Um, and, and, mate, before we let you go, um, this Saturday, big race day at the uh, Gold Coast Turf Club, the 4X race day. You'll be with a bunch of other sporting legends such as Alfie, JT, Lockie Neal from the Lions. There's Rat. Uh, Josh Dunkley, Laurie Daly, Jared Wallace, and a whole lot more. What can we expect? Alfie and the vodka and red wow. bulls. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm thinking, um, well, I'm thinking, I know that Alfie will take charge. Uh, I'm looking forward to probably the bus ride home with Alfie, to be honest. Um, um, yeah, it's always it's always a great day. Hopefully, the we- from what I've seen, the weather could be a little bit dubious. But you know what? When I was there two years ago, um, you know, the race day actually got called off and everyone stayed in the marquee and we had an absolute belting day. So, um, yeah, if you, if you are there, I look forward to, to running India and having a quiet one, naturally. But um, it's a it's a great great um, race race event that 4X love hosting every year and yeah this year will be no different. Ten, ten bucks for general admission tickets. For more info or tickets, jump onto the Gold Coast Turf Club website gctc.com.au forward slash events forward slash four uh, 4X All Stars Race Day. Linny, got to let you go. We're running out of time, mate. Good luck with the Adelaide Strikers. When do you when do you go and Get yourself into Adelaide for that competition. The was a big um, bash thirteen. <laughs> yeah, heading heading down there next week. So I'm um, going to get some preparation down there. Probably play a club game or two, and then uh, then we're straight into it, mate. So it's um, yeah. While you blokes are on holidays, I'll get into my work. She loves oh, the churches, Lenny. Oh, she loves the churches. And who there. doesn't like yeah. batting on the flattest wicket in Australia? Yeah. How good's that, Lenny? Very smart. <laughs> With short, yeah, there's no pressure though. Yeah, and <laughs> short please. and short square boundaries. How good is yeah, it? Yeah, good stuff, Lenny. Thanks, mate. Every boundary short, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Chris Lynn, joining us on Sports Day. Very proud to be an Aussie today as Australia wrap up the ODI World Cup final with a win over India. We all know that by now, and he is devastating for the strikers. Yeah, absolutely. I love devastating. watching him, but he's oh, awesome. Unbelievable. Yeah. Remember that time he hit the ball out of the Gabba mm. over the grandstand. Out of the, that is still mm. the biggest shot to this day. Unbelievable. Yeah. Right, we're going to go to a break. One of those men appearing at the uh, race day on Saturday is Matt Rogers, sometime co-host of this show. He joins us next to talk Wallabies and Hamish McLennan's sacking.
the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Yes, welcome to the second big hour of Sports Day, a Monday night edition. This man will be back next Monday night from his three weeks annual leave and then he'll have two nights of hard labour and then he's on seven weeks annual leave. Scott Sattler thinks it's well-deserved. So do I. Good negotiator. He doesn't whinge about it at all, Matt Rogers. Welcome to Sports Day. You remember us? Yeah, I do. I do. It's great to hear your voices. Um... I am looking forward. It's been a tough year. I am looking forward to my seven weeks, I've got to tell you. <laughs> what, a, what a joke. My big news, obviously, late last night, board meeting. Finally, finally, some common sense at Rugby Australia. <laughs> McLennan gone. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I heard he hasn't gone quietly either, um, which is a little disappointing. Um, I, I'm excited about the new appointment, uh, Dan Herbert. I, I did play with Dan uh, only briefly. But um, he's a, I mean, the whole the Herbert family, they're, they're rugby union through and through. Uh, his brother Anthony runs GPS Rugby in Brisbane, so he's, he's at the coal face at the grassroots level. Um, you know, Dan sat on the board, I think, since 2020. Uh, so he, he, he'd know what needs to be done, or he, he would see what, you know, things unfolding. So I think it's a good appointment. Um, you know, I think it's just about now getting down to work. I, I just spent last week, uh, last Thursday, I was down in Sydney for the Rugby Union Players Association annual lunch, and I tell you what, I've been to uh, I've been to funerals that were more exciting. It was a pretty dead room, a lot of a lot of sombre faces, but you know, the I think everybody realises now it's time to you know put the best foot forward, and and I think the right people are now in the position to get that done. Rad, I think you know out of any of these situations, you've got to try and find a positive out of, out of it. And is the positive that it's happened? Now, four years to the next World Cup, which Australia is hosting, that's happened now so they can use that time to get the right people in, in all those right positions? I think so, Sat. We talked about it. I mean, you get to the quarterfinals of the World Cup that we've just had, and people go, oh, yeah, we probably weren't good enough to win it, but, you know, we did all right, and nothing changes. And, um, yeah, I think, look, we've hit, the, we've hit rock bottom in terms of rugby in this nation. In this nation. Uh, and yeah, look, people know it, and they realise it. And you know, it's about trying to win the trust of the fans back. It's about um, you know putting you know a team on the field that's competitive, that's going to give you 80 minutes of, of guts and effort and determination that we expect from our national side, to play, regardless of what sport they're playing. Um, but we expect so much from our Wallabies. You know, over the years, of, you know, we've seen them do amazing things, and we just haven't seen it for so long. Um, yeah, look, it's time to start moving in the right direction. I think, um, you know, the decision to, to move remove Hamish as the chair, uh, I think it's the right one. Now, Joseph Suali, we, we heard um, that the, his signature created a lot of disharmony amongst the game. And, of course, it's not only Hamish McLennan. The entire board has to sign off on that. So he can't be singled out, but he is the chairman, so he takes all the blame. Would you blame Joseph Suali if he reneged on the deal? Or do you think this decision surrounding Hamish McLennan and Eddie Jones and co probably gives him a, a sign of there's better things to come? 
Well, you know, you've got to be excited with a player of that calibre coming to coming to the game. Um, the, the reality is, I mean, I'm, I'm sure his excitement has waned a little, um, you know, after what he's seen. Um, but he's still got another year in league. So, you know, who knows, you know, what rugby's going to look like in another 12 months or, you know, it could, you know, it could start to, they could start to right the ship and some positive things start to happen and, you know, he gets that excitement back. He, he may still have it, you know, who knows? I mean, there's a lot of reasons to be excited if you're Joseph Swalley. He's about 1.6 million of them a year. Mm, yeah. uh, um, you know, good money for a young fellow to make and, and rugby league's always going to be there for him. That's the beauty of the country we live in. We've got, you know, we've got three major sporting codes in the country the professional athletes can play, and young men can play, and and he's he's got the ability to play in two of them. So one's not doing that well. He can jump over and play the other. Hey, Rat, what what sort of influence will the um, interim C uh, chairman of the board have uh, at Rugby Australia? Is it do they have a lot more say, or is that the role of the CEO to run the ship? Well, I, I would think you know I, I sat with Phil at the lunch. Um, and, you know, we had a good conversation and, and look, they're under no illusions that there is a lot of work to be done and, you know, this, this isn't going to be something that they're going to be able to pull together overnight to get the right, get all the ducks in a row. Um, I, I did notice that, you know, New South Wales have signed on to become, you know, aligned with, you know, Australian Rugby Union in, in moving forward. Um, you know, they've still got to meet with the other unions and try to, I guess, get everything, in, you know, all their ducks in a row so that everything's sort of, pushing towards that one thing, which is wearing that Wallaby jersey. Um, you know, it's a, it's a real tough situation, though, for, for all the unions to sort of get in line. There's a, it's not as easy just saying, yep, we're all on board, let's go. Um, there's a lot of stuff that, I mean, you know, the Reds, for instance, they own Ballymore. Um, you know, they, they have a lot of um, uh, corporate goodwill from sponsors up here. I mean, they can't just... I don't think they're in a position where they just want to go, OK, we'll just hand it all over to, you know, Rugby Australia and, you know, we'll just, you know, so, by, you know, given Rugby Australia's track record over the last 10 or 15 years, you know, who'd want to do that? So there's a lot of stuff that needs to be ironed out uh, before the whole the game can be aligned. Um, but I know, um, you know, sitting with you know, the power brokers at the luncheon last week, I know that the goal is to become aligned and make sure that our Wallabies become you know, the flagship of Rugby Australia that we've seen them be over the, over the years gone by. Now, whilst you were jock sniffing next to Phil Wall at this lunch the other day, uh, <laughs> did you did you happen to ask him? Uh, are they moving ahead in any direction with a new head coach? Uh, is has there been any any movement there? Mate, they, uh, we didn't talk a lot about it, um, but I, I was sitting on on our table with Todd Kepu, and, and I just thought, you know what, Todd Kepu would be a great interim coach right now. I was just speaking to him about it. I said, would you do it? And he said, yeah, I'd, I'd love to do it. But you think about the, the position Australian rugby's in. It, we're, in a, we're in a phase now. We've got to sort of dig our way out of it. God, I care for, you know, he's coached at the international level for many years. He's taken Tonga to a couple of World Cups. Um, he's experienced. You have the respect of all the players. He knows how to coach. He's a great guy. And he did. So I just don't think we're going to get a really strong young... And not to say that Toto couldn't be there for many, many years. But you think of... You know, with Steve Larson, you know, a young up-and-coming coach that, you know, is cutting his teeth in, you know, with the Brumbies at the moment. I said, would you want to take the job? You know, that, that's the reality. Yeah, like, who would yeah. want the job? And you might, well, anyone would want it, but it, it could be, 
it could be a bit of a death knell or a coaching career if you jump in at the wrong time. So, um, Potter's got thick skin. Uh, he's a tough fighter. He has the respect of everybody. You know, if he, if he didn't get uh, given the job, and it, it was it was a name that just sort of popped up on the day, and I thought, wow, I, I would be all over that. I think, I think that'd be great. And interesting, you say about Stephen Larkham. Like it, he probably many probably thought about that when he went over to Ireland, and he was really responsible, Rat, wasn't he? Uh, Larkham, I should say, in playing a pivotal role in in Irish rugby becoming centralised. When we talk about that centralisation, listeners, it's about coming under one authority, which is, which would be Rugby Australia, and everything funnels up towards Rugby Australia. Players wanting to to um, to play for the the Wallabies, so he was big in relation to that process. So trying to do that here in Australia, you would think would make sense if if Larkham was given the job, seeing that he's done it before. Yeah, I just don't think that, like, from a coaching perspective, um, it's a job that, oh, well, I don't know. Look, I, I don't want to speak for Bernie. Uh, Bernie's, Bernie's doing great things at the Brumbies, and, and whether or not uh, it's in, he's in the market for the job. Um, but, you know, even, you know, you look at a guy like a Steve Hansen, for instance, that, I know he's a Kiwi, mm. and whether or not he'd want to do it or not. But having someone like that, you know, who was from a country where, and, and I know we've, you know, can say, oh, we just got rid of a Kiwi coach and we just, but, you know, Steve Hansen, um, you know, the respect he has on the global stage when he sits in front of a board and says, this is what we should do, I think they would listen, you know, and I think, um, you know, he wants to see rugby in Australia or rugby in Australia succeed as probably, you know, not as much, but probably near as much as New Zealand because if Australian rugby suffers, New Zealand rugby suffers. And at the end of the day, um, we want you know, our little, we're so far away from the world that our little pocket is, you know, Australia and New Zealand, now in the South Pacific pocket, um, we're so far away from where rugby is thriving globally, we, we, can, we can miss out and uh, we can't afford to drop the ball on this. We need to grow, we need to get better so that in the years to come, we are still competing at the World Cups now at the top level. Right now, mate, we'll appreciate, uh, we'll appreciate your time on Sports Day. We should get a bit of foam with all the coin you're making. No, he's still the only guy that wears one oh, of those mate, Bluetooth earpieces. No one wears them anymore. <laughs> mate, I'm, I'm driving to... I've got to go to another job now. How many jobs so have you actually got? She's <laughs> incredible, isn't it? Hey mate, maybe you could ca- uh, coach the Wallabies. That could you could do that in three days. You're not here, mm. so may- maybe have a look at that. Three days, <laughs> right? When he comes back next week, he's absolutely filthy. All right, I'm just giving you the heads up. Oh, I, I, can, I can hear it in his voice. Oh, he's <laughs> on. Can't wait to see the chats. I'll give you a big hug. Yeah. Hey, mate, I look forward to it. All right, shut up, mate. Don't bring me into it. Uh, listen, Daniel Her- <laughs> Herbert's got a lot of work in front of him. Uh, we wish him the best of luck. And, and Rat, uh, use your charm, mate. See if you can get him on the show next week, all right? There we go. Matt Rogers joining us on Sports Day. Back to his holidays uh, now. Some breaking news coming through from the Sharks. Satsy? Yeah. Have I got the right? I have there got go. the wrong one on. Yeah, um, yeah. Breaking news, and there's a couple of the listeners also have um, have updated us as well. Budster's one of them. Matt Moylan has he sought a release, and this has been going on for a, a few months. This sort of chatter hasn't it? He's has sought a release from the Sharks effective immediately, mm. and he's been granted that release. 
and he has signed a multi-year deal with the Lee Leopards in the UK Super League. Good stuff. Um, I've got to say, this is a great scenario for the Cronulla Sharks. Uh, they've got Braden Trindle there uh, with Nico Hines. They've got um, some really good young players coming through. I, I've always thought Connor Tracy should go back to his natural position as well. But they've got a lot of good players coming through the grades there. But this is great for Matty Moreland as well. At the back end, end of his career. Set up his life post-footy, will it? Yeah, just the amount of workload that's asked of you as an NRL player today, um, you know, it's it's quite significant. And he's he's always had tight hammies, bad back. And the older you get, yeah, the more affected you get with those sort of injuries. So, yeah, nice. Yeah, good on him. I'm, I'm glad for him. He's a great guy. One of the nice guys, Matty Moreland. He'll, he'll go really well over there. They'll love him. Um, sports update. Thanks to Ira Gear to save time and water. Ira Gear is here. Uh, the big news today is Jack Whiten's arrived at training at South Sydney. Mm-hmm. Rabbitohs have put out a video in the last couple of hours welcoming Jack to the team and uh, him doing some ball work as well. That's the big news of the day, I would suggest, in rugby league, right? What? That Jack Whiten's at his new club. <laughs> no. What, what do you mean? Not at all. That's, How's that? That's not even the top. Five news cycles That's, of rugby league. What, what do you mean? What, he's turned up at training because he signed a contract and he's expected to be there. That's bigger news than Matty Moylan quitting, <laughs> isn't it? Or West Tigers meeting with Jerome Luai. <laughs> Who cares? Who's West Tigers t- fans do. Do you reckon Benji will get his man? Um, dep- I don't know Jerome well enough and what drives him. If it's money, which I don't think it is. He will go there. Well, if, if it's he, not money, then why is he talking to other clubs? Well, if he's one of those players that would like to go to another club and change, like just leave a really lasting legacy for the good, he'll go to the Tigers. If he's a homebody, not a homeboy, if he's a homebody mm. and he's just he just loves the scenario that he's in at the Penrith Panthers and still going to be paid very handsomely for it, I can't see him going anywhere. I, I can see why he would go and talk to others because, I mean, he's a... He's a potential, depending on the club, who's willing to offer it to him. He's a potential seven-figure player because, so of course, you'd go and listen to that. So he's being offered around about eight fifty a year. For, Reportedly, by, yeah. Yeah, right. So yeah. Do, do you think this is also just his way of trying to squeeze that little bit extra no. out of the Panthers? No, I think the Panthers... I don't think he'll go anywhere. No, I don't think he will either. But again, he may be the sort of player that's driven to, to go and try and change a club's success, you know, maybe Appy's in his ear saying, come over here, let's together, along with now you know, Justin Olam potentially as a premiership mm. winner as well. Let's all collectively, let's try and change this club for the good. So yep. I don't think he'll leave. I don't think he'll leave. I think when he gets back to training and he's, he'll be amongst the guys he's just won his third premiership with, it it gets addictive. Um, the Roosters have re-signed Sua Wong for uh, to the end of twenty twenty six. Yeah, very good player. He was never going anywhere else. Yeah. Well. So is that yeah. th- that's surely not as big as news as Jack White and well, turning up at the Rabbitohs. It's on par. It's on par. I don't know. Uh, so you, are you saying <clears throat> Jack White turning <throat> up to the Rabbitohs for day one is bigger than Australia winning? Absolutely. The, the Cricket World Cup. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because. Yeah, absolutely. More people are interested in what Jack Whiten's doing. Yeah. Hanging out with his old mate Latrell in mm. the change rooms. In fact, he need Latrell in the head. He did. <laughs> you watched the video. He did it with love, though. Cam on the text line says, Boys, I can't help but Peter Volandis. 
mm. is going to hatch a plan to go for rugby's throat and finish them off. He will Run smell the league. He will smell blood. Mm. Um, Fitzy says he's rat in the Bentley. Mm. Uh, what have the new chairman? This is an interesting question from Canara Cowboy. What have the new chairman at Rugby Australia says put a line through the contract uh, because they want to go down another path? Of course, we're talking about. Um, Suali'i. Yeah, Suali'i, or not paying that money. Could be some more to come in this story. Well, that you becomes d- a legal battle then. Yeah, but the other thing too is from all reports, Daniel Herbert, the in- and he's only the interim, from what I've read, the interim chairman. I played footy with his brother, Anthony Herbert, former Wallaby. Okay. One of the great, very smart man, one of the great organisers of events like end of season trips, Mad Monday. Right, okay. So we're looking forward to some up there in the top three, Anthony <laughs> right. Herbert, with putting together events. <laughs> right. Uh but getting back to the serious side, I believe one of Daniel Herbert's strengths is grassroots rugby. Hmm. You know, and uh if if that's gonna be his focus sats to rebuild part of the plan to rebuild the wallabies. It's going to take a long time oh, for well, that to come. Well, it depends whether he wants to job full-time. If he wants to job full-time, he'll, he'll put together a, uh, a plan yep. um, of, and a map of what it should look like in years to come. If he's just purely there as an interim, he'll just hold fort until the whole process goes through. Scotty from Quakers Hill has been on the text. Hey, boys, Travis head for PM. And put it this way, he wouldn't, wouldn't be overseas as much as our current PM. <laughs> Is he back? So was Richard Miles at the trophy presentation? I, I missed that. Apparently there was something with the Indian Prime Minister and Richard Miles. I and didn't it, see this. And it, and it was awkward or We've something. We've had a few listeners weigh in on this. I didn't see it about the, um, yeah, so Indian hang Prime on. Minister. So with Albo away and his deputy Richard Miles away at a cricket match, does that mean Penny Wong was our acting Prime I'm not Minister? Sure. I'm not sure. That was Can Michael we get- from Christchurch, yeah. What's that? No, about the, the trophy presentation. Oh, right. I yeah. thought he was asking the question was Penny no. Wong. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, we asked some questions around India not, not fulfilling their, uh, their World Cup destiny. And were they choking? I don't think they choked, but we have had some great chokers, like South Africa in, in ODIs over the years. Um, Luke in Southport says, Hey, gents, outside of India last night, you would have to say the Broncos are the 2023 chokers of the year. 16 points up with 20 minutes to go. Seriously? Form from 2015 grand final also. Mm. Mm. Um, P.S., that was by the way, the, let yeah. me know when you change your text number next time. We haven't changed our no, text number. Mm. Yeah. Uh, this is why I love Sports Day when it comes to chokers. You guys ask the hard questions for chokers or English teams. Under pre- is it under pro- pressure? Under produce. Uh, under produce in sports that they made up the rules for. Yeah, yeah. that's actually a good. Yeah. They made up the rules. Actually, they they become very good in boxing. They made up the queens. You know, the rules of boxing, and they become very good at that. But yeah, with cricket, uh, well, they beat Tongan rugby league. But when when did they go against the Kiwis or oh, Aussies? No, they're, just, mm. they're pathetic. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> you can't say pathetic. Gundy, Grundy, Grundy Gurner or Gundy Gurner? Gundy Gurner. Viva Bris Vegas. <laughs> What's that mean? I don't know. Now, the weight of a nation is a heavy burden. For the Indian cricketers, the final was a bridge too far. Of course, yeah, going through undefeated through to that last game. A lot of people always say you need a you need to have a loss before a big game. I've never been a big believer of that because you just, just win all the time. Yeah, right? you just ride on this wave of emotion, but... 
the Australian bowlers just well, Australian bowlers, but most importantly the the fielders, they just they broke their spirit. Mm. Yeah. Um, Black Friday deals are on now. DeWaltz, Makita, and AEG at Bunnings Trade. Let me put this to you. Hard-working moments, that. Mm -hmm. What NRL or which NRL rookie will work hard and have a breakout season in 2024? Um, Well, I, I would. Let me throw one at you. Okay. Ma'am. He only played, what, one season last year? He's still relatively a rookie, right? Well, not really. Okay, well, then let's scrap that one yep. then. Um, which NRL rookie will work hard and have a break? Of, oh, I need to have a list. Um, Dean Mariner. There you go. From the Broncos. He's going to see a lot more. Selwyn Cobo will play left left centre, and Dean Mariner will start on the wing. Is Jock Madden still at the Bronx? Did he? Is he no, still? No, he's gone to Newcastle. Oh, right. Okay. Oh no, Jock Madden. Sorry, I'm, I, I, I always get both he and Cogger, uh, Cogger mixed up. Yeah. No, yes, he still is there. Um, I reckon. I, I my and I don't want to say too much about the Broncos because I've copped it. Uh, but I reckon he might see some more game time this year, given Reynolds's dodgy hamstring. And he was pretty good last year, Jock Madden, when the, he came in. There's a kid at Penrith, and sorry again, sorry. To sound too this patriotic. Is a, this, is, this is a question Jesse, without notice, so you yeah, are yeah. going to those you know. Yeah, Jesse McLean, yep. who's uh, an outside back. Um, both he and his brother are freaks of nature when it comes to their, their athleticism. So I think Jesse McLean will see. We saw him in first grade this year, and he's only 19 years of age. Yeah, right. He is, he is a potential freak. Um, Young Siwa Wong, who who's just yep. re-signed at the Roosters, he is going to be something special as a back rower. I'll throw another one at you. Yep. A guy called Jack Whiten at South Sydney. Oh. Actually, Cam's saying, Jace, please play the Oscar music for yourself. Fair income. Well, no, we play the never-ending story music. Jack Whiten turning up to training. Go the Chooks. I'll get lost, Cam. Mm. Please. Um, no, actually, don't get lost. Text us anytime. Yep. 0457 736 736. Young Strange from... Um, the Raiders, who they've pitted as a possible 5-8. Yep. Yeah. It played New South Wales um, reps this year with, with the underage. He could be potentially something pretty special as well. Okay. Actually, 2024 well, done well answering 2024 that. is going to be a really interesting year. Liam Henry, who's a young front rower for the Penrith Panthers again. Yep. Yeah, he's they've okay. got big things for him as well. So All right. let me think about some more over the break with some other clubs so I don't sound and listeners, so one-eyed. Have, have you got uh, any more for us? 0457 736 736. And New Zealand listeners, double eight double three. are there any uh, young Warriors coming through? Oh, there's through? a kid from the Warriors. His name's Roger Tuivasa-Shek. <laughs> he might go all right. A little bit. Listen, mate, don't don't steal my way of doing clever content. He's a rookie back in the <laughs> game. Is. Well, does it? No, it doesn't make me a rookie. It's Black Friday at Bunnings Trade with amazing deals in store and online while stocks last. Um, oh, NFL results. The Cowboys beat the Panthers today 33-10. Nothing special on that considering the Panthers are 1-9. Cowboys move to 7-3. and three. Let's see how the Green Bay Packers Aaron's went. old club. You yeah, got the, the green... job done. You won. Yeah, we beat the Chargers 23-20. Chargers having a crap year, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. And Green Bay Packers, their, their numbers actually are starting to look a little bit more impressive. Yeah. So. Um, oh, here's a text before we go to the break from Toronto Rod. Uh, what's what's he in? Is he in the smart bracket, Toronto Rod, or is he blue collar? Toronto Rod, he's blue collar. Right. Mm. Yes, Miles and India PM were supposed to give Cummins the World Cup 
but just stood there and some official had to bring the trophy over to them. Cummins was just waiting there. Yeah. Can't even give out a trophy. Nine seven. Oh, Head High says, I heard Elbow's plans to make a visit to Australia before Christmas. <laughs> and Cam says, I've got Pilates in a minute. See, Cam, he's just got stuck into this Pilates slash yoga. What, what's, what, he, we're going to move him into the ladies area of the yep. whack pack now. Yeah, we're moving him into the fine legs. Yeah, Cam's definitely in the, well, Glenn's Angels. the model citizens, fine legs, Glenn's Angels, <laughs> the Cougars. Catch every NFL game this season. We can't call them the Cougars. Who, who's, no, because Jaleesa Raps is in that group and she's only, oh, God, I'd hate to guess. Yeah, true. She's about 21. Can't put her in that. You've got to go younger, don't you? Catch every NFL game this season with Game Pass only on DAZN. Visit NFL.com uh, to hook yourself up to that break time. When we come back, the Kia Top 7, seven great moments from the weekend in sport. That's next. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. It's the Kia Top 7 on Sports Day. Yeah, Paul from New Zealand. We'll get to your text. No, you haven't been cancelled, but we will get to it very soon. Now, number seven... The AFLW Geelong Cats uh, will they hung on by the skin of their teeth uh, to go through the prelim finals. Now, they're they up against Melbourne, weren't they? Mm. They're, they're out in front by fair well, bit. Demons at the Premiers. The, the, yeah, Demons never come home. So, what, they play the Lions now, don't they? It's the fur will fly when the Cats take on the Lions. Okay, yep. Number, well, that's that's just, number seven, They're yep. from the Cat family, Yeah, mate. yeah, I get it. I get it. Josh Giddy shoots 19 points, including three three pointers, three three pointers, I should say, to be labelled the Australian assassin as Oklahoma City down Golden State on Golden State's home turf. Giddy has three threes tonight. Giddy 6-8 all the way to the rim. The Australian assassin. Oh, the kid's got something, hasn't he? Can you, can you call someone an assassin? I don't think so. I don't know. Uh, the Socceroos, well, this is way back on Thursday night, but we obviously didn't do the show over the weekend. Jamie McLaren, he booted a hat trick. They beat Bangladesh 7-0. Now Suta back for Luongo. His shot palmed out only as far as McLaren. And that's six. Jamie McLaren at the double. Hey, did one of our listeners ask us on the text on 0457 736 736? Uh, what celebration song do the Aussies sing after the ODI World Cup final? Well, they did. Chris Lynn has done some research for us, and he says the Chris same. Chris Lynn's done some research. He he would have been there to sing it. Well, of course, it, he would have. <laughs> uh, same as the Test song, Southern Cross. Under the Southern Cross, we stand. Yeah, nice. I like yeah, it. How good's that? Oh, by the way, just in other soccer news, France beat Gibraltar. 14-0, mm. which included an own goal as well. Um, Mbappe, is that how you say his Mbappe, name? Mbappe, yep. The, the number 10. One of the great players. Scored a hat-trick in the European qualifier. Should have won probably the Ballon d'Or, to be quite honest. I've gone close to it, yeah. Uh, number four, Travis Head. You do it. You do this one. Oh, sorry. No, no, you go. No, no you go. Keep, no, keep, keep going. No, I know how much you like to do this one, so you do it. Travis Head, 
for a moment of history. Kuldeep bowls too. He plays from the stumps. He goes for the single. It's risky. Here's the throw. He would have been out. Instead, it's 100. Oh, it's full of drama. Travis Heads with a World Cup final century. I love how risky he plays. Yeah. 99 just. How about the wave? Now, that's his signature The now. weird wave. Saw I go away. Yeah. When he dismisses someone. Go he, on. Off you go. He did that to his teammates when he scored the 100. Fantastic. G'day, boys. Tyrell Munro at the Rabbitohs will go off next season. That's from Bunny. Yes. Good player. Good young player. Yeah. All right. Number three sats. Well, I did number four. So no, you, you should... keep going, oh, Okay. Maxi wins. Actually, I don't want to do this one because I don't like the F1. All right. Verstappen wins the <laughs> Vegas GP. Leclerc's going to take second place. But here in Vegas, what Verstappen's in Vegas stays in Vegas. Max Verstappen wins the Las Vegas Grand Prix. Charles Leclerc just holds off Sergio Perez. I, I liked it. I know you don't, but I, I actually thoroughly enjoyed that Formula One it's Grand Prix. It's a great Prix. cure for insomnia. It's the first one I've watched this year, and it was... Action-packed. It was great. Yeah. Number two, this should just be all about Travis Head because not only his century, but I think this is actually as important, his catch to dismiss Roach Sharma for 47. Oh, Sharma again. goes again. This is in the air. This could be caught going back. Oh, yeah, my God. Catch. Travis Head going back with the flight, diving at full strength, has taken one of the great World yeah. Cup final catches. And what did he say? Mm-hmm. Rooster must get to it. I was getting that before. What? On the text line. I don't get what you're saying. Well, um, good call by Jared Whiteley and crew there. Oh, mate, look, and, and what about what, what about Travis Head say today? He's going to be the unluckiest player. To but, get caught by him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. All right, number one, Sats. What could it be? Tease us. Oh, no, actually, just deliver it. Okay. What's number one on the key? Jack Whiten arrives at training for the Bunnies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Australia Cop wins that camp. Australia oh. wins the ADI. Two for victory for Australia. Glad Maxwell to see his first ball. Siraj bowls to him. Maxwell clobbers a ball out to square leg. A dive on the boundary to save it. They'll come back for a second. And Australia has won the World Cup. A sixth championship victory. And surely none greater than this. In the most partisan, intimidating environment that this tournament has ever seen. Yeah, well done to the Aussies. The Kia Top 7, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. You know, we were talking about chokers earlier. Yeah. You want to read the text message just come through? Because I've copped it already from the Brisbane Broncos fans, so I'm not... Oh, no, I read that one from Luke from Southport earlier on. Are you talking about the, the Brisbane Broncos? Are the chokers of 2023. Oh, did you read yeah, it earlier? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, so um, we've got a lot of really good ones here. And, uh, hi, lads. Team New Zealand, the America's Cup, up 7-1 or yes. something like that, then lost. Yeah, to an uh, Aussie who's at the helm. Daddy reckons. he's just, He sent me a text. He goes, I think the biggest news story from today is that James Maloney has been pictured in Cowboys kit barking orders. That's bigger than Jack Whiten. Oh, come on. Mm. Seriously? Yeah. We really think so. We've got Chad Townsend, have we? Daddy, we got Chad Townsend on Wednesday. Yeah, so, of course, won a comp with James Maloney at Cronulla. So, James Maloney won't talk himself up, but Chad Townsend will talk James Maloney up. Right, gotcha. He's All right. Good to talk to. That's ridiculous. Have you got one for us? Um, we have got one here. Have we? Budster said... Well, had, hold on to it. We're oh, doing it next. Okay, right. I was just going to do a bit of a... It's a hook and tea. Okay, All right. All right. 
So I had a Sunday three-hour stint at Bunnings Barbie with the Misso to help a local <laughs> school yesterday from 11 till 3. Oh, so it's 11 horrendous. Three, so 11 till 3 is four hours, Budster, not three. <laughs> the amount of people that smash Bunnings sausage is ridiculous. Come on, that's ridiculous. Remember I got sucked into doing, what was it, seven, eight-hour yeah. stint a few mm. weeks ago? Yep. I had a Bunnings snag yesterday. That's that, good. That doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> For breakfast. Mm. All right, break time. That's ridiculous on the way next. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. For our Aussie cricket team, down under, minute work. Welcome back to Sports Day. Sats and Jace here tonight. Just got a ton of texts here to get through. Hey, what about Choke from Cam? 2004 Yankees up 3-0. Great ESPN doco, 30 for 30. One of the... Four yeah. days in October. One of the Red great Sox. documentaries, that. Yeah. Was that when the earthquake was as well? No, was, no, no. That's a no. different game. Yeah. It was the... Yeah, uh, right. It was um, it's still today one of my favourite documentaries, four days in October. Stingray says, uh, no rugby league today, guys. Solar panel Pat and the boys have brought back Bill. Stingray, yeah. Come on, that's ridiculous. Let's do that's ridiculous sats. Uh, what do you want to start off with? Do you know when Rocky was first made? Yeah. Uh. Carl Weathers, who plays Apollo Creed. Yep. So that was meant to, that was first given to a world heavyweight champion in the 70s, great boxer by the name of Kenny Norton. Okay. Some was an NFL player. Kenny Norton was the world champion. Fought against Ali and Fraser and Foreman and all of them. And he was meant to be Apollo Creed. But two days from filming, he pulled out. So they got Carl Weathers. Come on, that's ridiculous. And the rest is history. Wow. Yeah. Um, what's this about Eddie Jones revealed on the Buy Round podcast with James Graham that he had had Joey Johns signed, but Rugby Australia board did not endorse it? Is that yeah? So he's, he's recently. Yeah, he said on the James Graham podcast only very really. Have you okay. got the audio there? Have you? Yeah, yeah, oh, let's go. One of those league players that uh, you had a big admiration for but didn't get was Joey Johns. How close were you to to landing him, and what were those conversations like with with Joey? Uh, we used to have this. The, uh, John Fordham, who obviously has passed away, was a, uh, a prominent league agent. Um, and we used to have this code. I think Joey was X and, uh, and Cross Roll. No, keep him going. No. Really? I don't care about Eddie Jones anymore, seriously. So he tried to. So sign Joey, Joey Jones was X on text messages, and Ryan Cross, the former Rooster yeah. Centre, was Y. So no one would. And uh, basically, he said he had Joey John signed, ready to go. But they went. Come to, on, that's ridiculous. Yeah, they went to the the Rugby Australia board, and they didn't ratify it. So they missed him. Mm, would have been a good Wallaby, oh. Joey. Mm. Um, actually, oh nine seven hates elbow. Seriously, <laughs> hates it. Um, Streaker tackles English rugby player in. Gr- Great what? rugby. Who put this in here? I oh, know. Just uh, daddy. Daddy did. Addison, they're looking to attack from deep here. Switching. Oh, oh break. Oh, oh, surely not. Absolutely disgraceful. 
is the streaker. It's good tackle on both parts. The streaker parts. has actually tackled one of the players, and this is now just absolutely turned into chaos. You don't want him to wrestle you while he's on the ground, do you? No, no. Gets a little bit messy. What about the idiot protester running onto the field during the World Cup final? Yeah, they didn't really show it on the telecast, but did they? Went and cuddled um, Virat Kohli. Apparently an Australian. Really? Yeah, protesting um, the, the Palestinian conflict. and. Okay. Why do people have to do this in sporting events? I suppose you're not going to get a bigger sporting event, are you, in exactly. the world? Exactly. Um, anything else, mate? So what's this... A- uh, Italy burping festival. Italian... Daddy, can you, Daddy, can you come in here, please, mate? You put this stuff in. The Italian burping festival has gone viral. Has it? Yeah. So, mate, take your time. <laughs> Seriously, can you walk slow? So, if anyone who wants to know what, <laughs> if anyone wants to know what Daddy Vash looks like, yeah, okay, and you're not on social media, yeah, go and look at the guy that was responsible for the death of Gianni Versace. Oh. His name was, I think it's Andrew Canane or whatever his name is. That's what Daddy Vass looks like. Does he? Yeah. Right, yeah. What's this burping festival quickly? Uh, no, I was just flicking through TikTok and up popped the uh, Italian burping festival. So I thought I'd put it in. That's ridiculous. It's Mate. As simple as that. Can I, I just want to, I, I love listening to you talk. It is the highlight of my day. He's so relaxed. Let's have a listen. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's ridiculous. Now, there's, that's your... oh. <laughs> Was that a burp? <laughs> yeah, play it again. Oh. <laughs> what about the crowd that's, go off? That sounds like a stage it's crowd. It's got to be it? like a certain decibel or something. Really? Yeah. And they've got to say the word burp while they do it. No, they just burp and there's like a, a scoreboard behind them and it, it measures the decibels. <laughs> Great. Like... Now, PVL, <laughs> that is better than a Tina Turner um, karaoke show, <laughs> pre-game entertainment. Get some ex-NRL players out to burp. In fact, go both <laughs> ends. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. On on call. On call. Yeah. I like that. Start eating some chili hot dogs now, folks. <laughs> Do that. What about that's ridiculous? Yeah. From nine seven zero, a jiffy is actual measure of time, ten milliseconds. Come on, that's ridiculous. Really? Is that All right, there's one more here that yep. Daddy's thrown in. So what's this one, Daddy? In capital, so you're yelling at us. Yeah. Mm. Irish pub fight. <laughs> so what? What's what is that this mean? One? All right. So there's a young lad. He's. Uh, it's the day after, mm-hmm. and he's explaining what happened the night before. He got into a pub fight in Ireland. What's an Irish pub fight after a Celtic? <laughs> say after the name a Celtic of the country match, again. Ireland. Oh, okay. What is it? He went Ireland. Ireland. Oh, yep. I, I saw um, oh, okay. Small Jack the other day. Yeah. Oh, Jack. Tiny Jack. He's yeah. back from Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay, so yeah, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Where's this conversation? Um, yeah, so this is a, a, a young Irish lad explaining what happened the night before. And basically there was a young lad and he looked awful similar to me. I thought I was fighting in the mirror, right? Come outside the nightclub. I was like, do I know you from somewhere? And he goes, do I know you? Do you know? And he had, he had a Celtic jersey on, but he had... He had the green and the yellow one, right? And I was, I was about to throw a punch. And then Mickey he, from he, he looked at me in the eyes and I go, do I? And he goes, am what I your father? What for? It's going to win. And he goes to me, am I your son? Oh, okay. He got taken away. It's an Irish you know, It goes to show you, people are out there, you could know them. No, you missed the best beat. Uh, well, I, well, it had, no. It was horrible. <laughs> he, it was said horrible. He, he said he ran into this bloke. Right. Yeah. And he thought it was his... He thought he knew him. 
Yeah. And they right. were looking at each other, and he said, "Is that me, Dad?" And the blo- other bloke said, "Are you my son?" And he, he reckons he hugged him and embraced, and then he found that it wasn't actually his dad, so he headbutted him. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what to say. What do you, you say? Just, actually, you just got to let it play out. Actually, mate. Can, can you? If Toby doesn't hear me, push me when he's talking. So tell us again. What's the <laughs> what's the story? So it's about a guy. Yeah, go. go. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, I, I, no. I'm going okay. to a break. Right An Irish lad. Yeah. Uh, yeah hey, Madge right. will win Origin, providing he keeps the incumbent half, Steve. Says no, Moses he won't. And Walker. Play, are you serious? No, I, I'm, I'm There's right. actually no segment called Are You Serious? <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you serious? Seg- it's your segment, isn't it? That's right. All right, got to go to a break. This is Sports Day. When we come back, last laugh. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6. With up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. One more time for our victorious uh, Australian one-day international team winning the World Cup. Obviously, uh, overnight. Hey, yep. listen, Sats, I want to pick a bone with you uh, before we get into the last laugh. You just had a crack at him, about? Daddy, about how he said Ireland. Ireland. Can you can you say antlers? Antlers. What are they? Antlers. <laughs> antlers? Yeah. No, antlers. Antlers. <laughs> What's wrong? It's antlers. Antlers. No, it's not antlers. Well, that's why I say it. It's wrong, though. Who says? Your wife, when she sent me that text. That <laughs> says that will be a key where you can't pronounce. We'll do, we'll do uh, a, don't. What? We'll do a talk on that tomorrow. We'll do, what, on antlers? No, what are some words that you can't pronounce? Oh. Or as a kid? You what played never-ending. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, Paul says, uh, have a read of the folk that don't want Madge. Graham Lowe, Hugh McGarn, support Madge, as most sane people do. Tony Kemp. Ain't much chop. Thanks, Paul. He's a 1995 oh, season yes. ticket holder. This is a, this is around people who apparently want uh, Madge yep. uh, to be no longer New Zealand coach. And now, Paul, no, you're not cut off. That we yeah yeah we just didn't get to get to your text, mate. And Tony Kemp is one of our colleagues and a great man, a really good guy as well. He's got a strong opinion, and absolutely. as he does as a as a Kiwi, yeah, yep. uh, and a proud Kiwi. Yeah, so absolutely. You know, everyone's entitled to On it. Sports Day. It's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. <laughs> I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after I've me. Got a, the stage I'm taking is you inside sets. my house here. I shouldn't be telling you this, but my wife and I were kissing on the couch and, you know, I, things get a little bit heated. I saw I, it on the camera. Yeah, I said, after, you know, after I said to my wife, you know, let's, my wife said, let's take this upstairs. I said, okay. And we're on the couch kissing. She says, come on, let's take this upstairs. Oh, I said, okay, I'll grab one end and you grab the other. Thanks for listening, and thanks for your text messages. Couldn't get to all of them tonight. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow night. Where's Our that speci- never-ending story? That was, that was bad. I'm talking. Are you okay there? <laughs> See ya. Good.